Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Creative Cast. I am so excited that you are here with me and I'm really excited about today's show because I get to nerd out talking about marketing and funnels and sales stuff and all the things that I find really exciting to talk about. If you've ever been in a strategy call with me, you know this is one of my favorite things. Outside of talking about podcast strategy and diving into analytics, there is nothing more I love talking about. Now, I don't get to do funnels nearly as often as I would like, so let's just dive right in. We've all bought something online recently, right? Some of us, not naming any names, may have purchased something as recently as earlier today. (laughs) Y'all, Amazon is our BFF here in the Munson household. (laughs) And, And if you've used the internet at all in the past five years, especially social media, you have definitely been sold to. You get my point, right? Somewhere, sometime, you have been involved in a sales funnel, whether or not you were truly aware of it. All businesses have them. I have them. And whether your podcast is business-related or not, you can still benefit from learning how to set up a funnel and create a podcast sales funnel. Now, I know some of you... Without a marketing and background, you're not a salesperson. What exactly is a podcast sales funnel? And why do I need one? Well, first, let's look at what a sales funnel is exactly. So basically, in a nutshell, it's the process by which you convince others to get them to do something. Now, this could be buy a book that you're selling to tell others about your podcast and spread the word. And this one is a perfectly reasonable end goal for podcasters, especially when they're first starting out. Maybe it's you're trying to help someone change a habit. Maybe you're a coach, whether that's to stop binge eating, to do more yoga, or even to maybe join your church or volunteer with your ministry. The examples can go on and on and on, but the key is to create a funnel that is effective at guiding potential customers or your audience through the different stages of the funnel to a point where they are ready to buy your product and or service. Now, what does all that mean? Okay. A funnel has basically three stages. So think of it kind of like as a coffee filter. The top of the funnel is awareness and discovery. Now, awareness is when you throw out your information to the widest number of people in your audience, in your target market, so someone's heard of you. Then there's discovery. Now, this is where the audience gets to learn more about you, your products, and your services. And so at this point, this is when your funnel starts to get more narrow. And these are where the middle researching solutions are. And generally, they're evaluation and comparison. And this is where, whether you're to your customer, you're a potential client, an audience member, 
This is where they can compare your products and services to find what's unique. And then of course, the bottom of the funnel, super narrow, they're making an educated decision. Are they gonna purchase or not? Then there's that negotiation. And then eventually purchase, re-evaluation, repurchase, and or upsell. And so that's the journey that most customers go through in a typical sales funnel. Now, we're not going to worry too much about the bottom of the funnel today. We're going to discuss that in next week's episode. I I don't want to overwhelm y'all too much with a lot of this information. That's why I decided to break it up into two parts which normally do here on the creative cast. But I thought for this, there's a lot of information and I really want to make sure that you're getting all the information that you need and getting it right from the get-go. So how does this apply to podcasts? So before we talk about that, we need to answer a basic question. Is your podcast a promotional tool for another product or is it the product itself? Now, you guys have heard me talk about when I first got started in podcasting way, way back in the day, like way back in the day. (laughs) I'm not going to say how many years that's been because I really don't feel like aging myself in this episode. But back then, my podcast was the product. I wasn't an editor. I wasn't a producer. I just wanted to have a podcast. Now, my very first podcast that I actually did was a, believe it or not, a political show for women. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details and what side of the aisle or anything like that, but I wanted to talk to people, to listen to what they had to say, to engage, to have those important discussions. And when the end goal is to continue making the podcast, to grow your audience, a sales funnel can help you make some revenue so that you can make your podcast sustainable. I talk to a lot of different podcasters, wannabe podcasters, hopefully or podcasters in 2022 because they've got some amazing ideas. But this is one of the things that I hear usually right after launch. They're getting into the workflow that they have. Things are going well and we start to have conversations about how can I make my podcast make me money? Because like I've talked about numerous times on the show, you generally don't get into podcasting to make a lot of money. Now, some do, but for the majority of podcasters out there, that's not what they're in it for. Because sometimes a podcast is just a PR tool to convince people to buy something else. Like this podcast. I use the creative cast to showcase my expertise. To, of course, share the tips and tricks and news around the podosphere. And even highlight other podcasters that I believe you're going to get some value from listening to them. To learning about their story and some of the lessons that they have learned in real time. Some businesses use their podcast as a audio newsletter. To share information about their business directly and notify their customers of any upcoming changes, sales, promotions, trainings. Some are public, some are private. Just kind of depends on what they want. But whatever the case is, you need to have a clear goal in mind. You certainly don't want to put the cart before the horse. So what do you need to have one? First of all, a reliable means of communication with your audience that you control. 
100%. So this is your podcast. It could be your website and your email list. Now, notice I didn't say social. And the reason is you may have a lot of control about what kind of content goes on your Instagram, your Facebook, TikTok, whatever, but you don't own it outright. And we all remember the days when Facebook and Instagram went down. Or what if you end up in Facebook jail or Instagram jail or you're banned for some reason? How are you going to reach your audience? So reliable podcasts, website, email. The other thing is you want to have a stable place for people to find more information about your podcast. Again, your website, whether it's a standalone website or it's just a page. So like for me, I have my website with the services and where to contact me and how we can communicate and how you can sign up for the email list. But there's also a landing page specifically for the podcast. You also want to have a way for your audience to communicate with you directly. Your email list, obviously putting your email address out there, and or social media. And you also want to have a a commerce platform. If they're going to buy something from you, how do they go about doing that? So this is how your audience can give you what you want in exchange for what they need, right? And there's lots and lots of options for this. And we'll take a much deeper look at this particular part next week. And I will give you all the recommendations that I have for that. Don't worry about it. I'm going to walk you through each step and the resources you need at each stage of the sales funnel. Now, the following example I'm about to give is something that is completely made up. I'm not talking about about anybody in particular, but you can completely adapt all of these things for the majority of business situations. So if you're having questions about how you can adapt it to your situation, go ahead and email me, hello at TammyMunsonCreative.com, and I will be more than happy to answer any questions. You can also hit me up on Instagram, and it's just Tammy underscore Munson. Send me a DM. More than happy to answer any questions that you may have. So let's meet Liz. Now, Liz is an active duty military spouse. She's been making these purses for over 15 years. She makes handmade purses and wallets out of old military uniforms that she sells at her town's local farmer's market on Saturdays and Sundays. Her work is absolutely amazing. Everybody loves them. But they cost a bit more than something you can easily buy at Target. And it's becoming difficult to sell enough products for Liz to continue renting her spot at the local farmer's market. She has a website and she has a little bit of a social media following, but she's not getting a lot of traffic on the website. There's not a lot of conversion. She's not getting a whole lot of sales from that. And Liz, a podcast listener herself, decides, I'm going to launch a podcast to promote my business. So let's talk about the first step. Liz has done the research. She buys the equipment. And she starts to make her podcast where she's talking about her product, her business, and even being a local small business herself. She talks about how, where she gets her fabrics, the techniques, uniform suppliers, patterns, and even interviews other local small business owners and or military spouses as part of her show. Now, this is the awareness part of of Liz's sales funnel. 
She's putting that information out there. So people who are searching for podcasts about maybe small business and crafts or any of those types of keywords are going to be able to find her podcast on all the major platforms. Within her podcasts, she uses clear call to action in her intros and outros to get people to come to her table at the farmer's market or to go to her website. Let's talk about part two, which is gathering that information. Now, Liz's products are a visible medium. Even though she talks about the weight, the color, all those kinds of things to describe her products and her episode show notes are going to include links to her website so that people can see what the item looks like. They can pick from color choices for trim and things like that, the different types of, of bags that she has. And this information can also include about the farmer's market where she sells her products so people know when and how to get there if they live locally to her or where they can find out more information. Now in this stage, 95% of potential customers just want more information. So the information needs to be available on her customer's terms. Clear show notes, a website, social media. It all helps them to consume that information on their own with no pressure. So next comes evaluation and comparison. And believe it or not, comparison and competition can be a good thing because Liz can use her podcast to compare, let's say, machine-stitched purses to her handmade ones, analyzing durability, the beauty of having a handmade item, the uniqueness of having a handmade item. And she can also share the spotlight with other military spouse entrepreneurs outside of her target market. Now, this stage of the funnel is going to show your potential customers the benefit of buying, for Liz, her products over others. Because by building a community, it helps people share ideas about product benefits, even about their own military spouse life, or things that are happening within the community. So that leads us into decision or negotiation. Because generally, at this point in the funnel, this would be the point of sale. But... There are ways to address it elsewhere too. And a good example would be a reliable email marketing list with consistent messaging that's staying on brand and that can easily accelerate the negotiation process. Because people who have signed up for a mailing list are already familiar with the podcast, probably the website, some of the products, or maybe all of the above. And with an email list, subscribers are already trading something their contact information, and consent to re receive the email for access to the podcast, your ideas, your products, your services, etc. So going back to our example with Liz, she can use her email marketing to clarify the sales negotiation. So for example, maybe her subscribers to her VIP email list get a special discount. She can also create a sense of urgency, I only have three more of this particular purse. They're going fast. I'm going to be at the farmer's market on Saturday. First come, first serve, boom. Or you can order it through the website today. So she can use this stage of the podcast sales funnel. So she can also use this stage of the podcast sales funnel 
to ask her audience what kind of products they would like to see. What kind of hand-sewn items do they value? So by this point, you can substitute purses for whatever product and or service that you want to sell. And I know that you have amazing ideas, great ideas about how to set up a podcast sales funnel that best fits your needs, your business, ministry, podcast. Now, this was a question I got this past week and I wanted to address it here on the show because I've been getting a lot of comments about this lately. And it's about, I don't want to sell anything or I'm afraid to sell anything as a faith-based entrepreneur. The idea of money itself is not bad or good. It's simply a tool that we use for acquiring goods and services. And having wealth or being wealthy can be a wonderful opportunity to do good for others. I've heard so many faith-based business owners use the very well-known phrase, money is the root of all evil. And that phrase is the Bible's response to materialism and wealth. But actually, that is a misquote. From a letter written by the Apostle Paul to Timothy, in that letter, the actual verse has a few additional things at the beginning that really make a difference in the meaning of it. In the letter that he writes to Timothy, he gives a clear caution that it is not about money itself, but uh, the sin of valuing it above the things of God. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Just something to think about. So next week, we're going to finish up talking all about funnels, how to have one for your podcast, with part two of our series. And so next week, we're going to talk about the actual purchase, the re-evaluation, and the repurchase and upsell. So I know that's like, what? But we're going to do a deep dive all on that. But I need to ask a favor of you. If you could share this episode with two or three friends, because the more you share about the show, the more it helps people find out about the creative cast. Ladies, I believe in each and every one of you. I am so happy that you are here each week taking the time to invest not only in yourselves, but your podcast as well. Because y'all know you're my heroes. And you know that you don't have to let the inexperience and the fatigue of producing your podcast every week and intimidation of all the tech. You shouldn't let that hold you back from accomplishing your goals. So let's walk through the journey together so that you can spend less time worrying about all the details and more time spreading your message in God's word. I hope that you all have a great day and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye y'all.